I see with my own naked eye. I gotta cut the cord and fall away. That instinct I can justify. And on, please. Dumois has the whole story. Did, did you it? hear what Dumois, Dumois said? Dumois, who is it? Oh, can you believe this blind item? Dumois was on that story a long time Sunday ago. Sunday mean celeb sightings with Dumois. I just DM'd Dumois. I cannot believe what I just read about I on Dumois. I need more. I need to hear more. Hello, and welcome to Do You, the show where you'll hear all the latest in celeb gossip and special exclusives that are not shared on my Instagram or anywhere else. I'll be your guide into the world of celeb news, sightings, and secrets. I will be giving you all of the information I have on your favorite topics every week. This week, we're back to answering your voicemails and your most pressing questions. If you'd like to be featured on the podcast and have your questions answered, Call our number at 213-373-4217. Let's get started. Okay, Ferris, we're about to talk about one of my favorite things. Do you know what it is? Oh, girl. (laughs) I know. It starts with a capital D. That's DoorDash. (laughs) Did you know you can order alcohol on DoorDash? You can? (laughs) Yes. Yes, you can. And I love this about DoorDash, especially if I'm having company like on a Friday night or Thursday night and I'm working all day and I don't have time to run to the store or run to the liquor store. I can just order it on DoorDash. You can dash it. (laughs) I can dash it. Don't have to leave. Can continue working. Continue in the newsroom. Mm -hmm. Never have to leave the newsroom. Basically. Wow. So you can just like get that news out there at the same time as making sure your incoming guests are going to have the libations that they want. Exactly. Which is why I love DoorDash. It makes it so convenient, so seamless, so easy. I've never been let down by a DoorDash delivery. I mean, that's true. Ain't that the (laughs) truth. Beer, wine, mixers, mocktails. We love a mocktail. And more can be delivered straight to your door. So get your drinks in hand without lifting a finger with DoorDash and use code DOYOU24 to get 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more on drinks through DoorDash. For eligible users only, terms apply. Must be 21 plus to order alcohol. Drink responsibly. Delivery and promotions available only in select markets. Oh, God, we've been listening Ooh. to Jewel all morning. Ooh. It's Ooh-wee. so good. It's so good. It's uh, goosebumps. Goosebumps. We need to let the masses know and remember just how good Jewel is. Like, all joking aside, she is so talented and gorgeous. And just seems like a good human. Yeah. 
just like the musicality, the, the, the lyrics. The lyrics that she writes all herself. She wrote all herself. I'm pretty sure she wrote them in her car. Remember she lived in her car? Yeah. That was like her story. God. What the a world. hero. <laughs> this generation doesn't know. No, but, but you all need to know. Just get yourself Jules' greatest hits. Oh, right. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Hi there. Let's get right into it. Obviously, the first topic is... Okay, first topic is Jewel and Kevin Costner. So there was a headline about two and a half hours ago from People that read Kevin Costner's romance with Jewel is, quote, fresh but not brand new. And that was from an exclusive source. And then there were two articles on Monday, two headlines, one from the Daily Mail that said Kevin Costner and Jewel are, quote, having fun dating but are, quote, not serious. After singer fell for Yellowstone Star's country western vibe when mutual friend Richard Branson played matchmaker by inviting them both to Necker Island and the page six article on Monday stated Kevin Costner and Jules celeb matchmaker revealed as new romance keep up. Okay. Well, I have my own source who I trust with my life, I would say. One thousand percent. I have a very good authority that None of the headlines are true. I don't know where these people are getting this information from. First of all, Richard Branson had nothing to do with setting up Jewel and Kevin Costner. The event that they were all at just happened to be on his island. Yes. But he didn't organize the event. So he was just hosting. His island was hosting. Right. Right. So I, I'm not really sure where that comes into play. Um, I had speculated on a subscriber live. Um, if you're not an Instagram subscriber, um, you can do so by hitting the subscribe button in our profile. We talk every week live about these type of things. And I had I'd speculated that maybe they had hooked up, that I had heard that they 100% were not dating, but maybe they hooked up on this trip. I've since learned that is not true. Um, her son was on the trip with her. Yeah. I heard she didn't even stay on Necker Island. I'm not really sure how it's configured, yeah. situated, but I was told um, that she she didn't even stay there. Her son was there, and she's just, like, not the type of person to hook up. That's just not her vibe. Um, you know, she, she has a charity called the Inspiring Children Foundation. I actually posted about them. They focus on mental health. I mean, she's just... She's doing her own thing. And I don't think that hooking up casually with Kevin Costner is on that list. Yeah. Not on her list of things. to No. So I, I don't know where these sources are getting this information because my source denies every headline that has come out. I, I've sent them the headlines. I've copied and pasted and, and been like, look what people are saying. And my source is like, this is just not true. Right. So let's. Go with your source. I, I'm going. I'm going with my source, but I also think that it's it's funny because you know it happens to me too, where you get information, um, second or third party information that you know maybe somebody in passing did say Jewel and Kevin Costner are hanging out or dating. Yeah, it's like a game of telephone. It's a game of telephone. So then they're able to print this article. But anyway, listen to Jewel. That's. That is the whole the moral of the story. Talk about a master lyricist. If you want to talk about a songwriter. Anyway, the two takeaways is if you're an avid reader of any of the publications we just named and you feel 
like their reporting is accurate, great. My source tells me not accurate. They're not dating. Um, and me personally, I, I'm going with what my source says. They have on very good authority. That's a phrase that we love to use around here. Okay. What's next, Ferris? Got a Glenn and Sydney topic here. Okay, so Glenn Powell and Sydney Sweeney's new movie, Anyone But You. Nobody asked for this topic. This is just something that I'm observing and finding so, so interesting that they are leaning into the rumors that something happened between them on set. I reported on this when, Ferris, what podcast episode? So it was an April 20, the April 27th um, Do You Podcast episode with Spencer. With Spencer Pratt, if you want to go back and listen. Yeah. this is That's when I first started talking about this was in April because I had received several tips from people who were closely related to the movie who alleged that indeed something did happen between Glenn and Sydney. And again, these are people that were close to the situation. We now know that he broke up with his girlfriend shortly after the movie wrapped. So I don't know. It's just it, it's all signs point to we don't know. Really, we don't know. But we, we could speculate that something romantic in real life potentially happened between these two co-stars. Right. And I mean, now that I feel like we have a better understanding of how PR works, I think it makes sense, at least to me, that there, you know, there would be speculation of them hooking up even if they hadn't, just to, to promote the movie. Promote. So what are some headlines? Because I keep seeing these headlines that I'm like, wow, they're like really leaning into this because I would assume that these publications wouldn't be posting these type of headlines without some sort of blessing from a publicist. There's a Daily Mail headline from yesterday that reads, Sydney Sweeney, the silver siren, flirts in the storm with Glenn Powell on red carpet after he admitted they, quote, love each other while addressing on-set affair rumors. But what does her fiancé think? Right. So that's what I've been seeing here and there on social media. Again, I mean, I guess smart PR play to play that up for the movie. Now people are going to want to go see their chemistry on screen. I did have someone reach out this week alleging that the rumors about them hooking up on set were true. It actually continued after the movie wrapped and has been very dramatic. Sydney doesn't want to break up with the fiance, but, you know, I guess that she still doesn't want to let go of Glenn. The fiance knows all parties involved seemed to be aware of the rumors and if you guys remember, there were paparazzi pictures of her and her fiancé in New York City. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, right after the rumors came out. And let's also not forget, Glenn Powell has been seen out and about making out with a model at the Bowery, hanging out with Joan Smalls. So, yeah, like playing the field. He's playing the field. We so, love it for him. So I said that to this person. I said, well, he's out there. And, and this person suggested he's trying to get over Sydney. Like there were some feelings huh? involved there. Someone, you know? Yeah. So nobody asked for this topic. I just find it interesting. We talk a lot about PR. We talk a lot about 
you know, what's fabricated, what's real. How can, and how can one relationship leverage another? Exactly. And I feel like this situation blurs the lines. It does. Because they're leaning in. They're denying it. People on, people on set are alleging it's true. The public has two eyes. that can see that they obviously are very fond of each other. So I feel like with this one, the lines are really blurred. Yeah. And I mean, even this is me, of course, my opinion, and I'm speculating, but like how you said all parties are aware like maybe they had an arrangement where they were like listen we need to get really really you know intimate with one another in whatever way for this movie we really need to play it up we really want to give our all do our best from an acting perspective like just so you know and just so you know we're hooking up when the camera's not rolling rolling no yeah like we well that goes back to what happens. Yeah. Well, that goes back to what happens on set stays on set, which this could very well be that situation, which is why the fiance is so forgiving. I mean, he obviously, if something did happen, does not want to break things off. And either does she because she's still with the fiance. Right. So, you know, I guess time will tell if they ever make it down the aisle. I wonder if I mean, what a love story if they don't make it down the aisle. Of course, I don't wish this, but. They seem like they're really into each other. I know. Imagine like Glenn like busts through the doors and like runs down the aisle and is like, no, Sydney, I love you. I object. You know, when, the, when they're like, is anyone? I don't even know if those are still vows. If they're like old school vows. I don't remember, but I can just see it, you know? And he's like, I object. I love you. I've always loved you. Yeah. I mean, it could happen. It could happen. So I guess we just have to watch the movie and see how real this chemistry is. I mean, everyone's basing it off of some paparazzi pictures that were taken on set. And of course, obviously now they're on red carpets being interviewed for the movie. And she's kind of like looking at them like with right. doe eyes and stuff. But let, let's watch the movie and find out. Okay. What's That's next? It. A Travis and Taylor update. Okay. I received a very interesting email last night. Somebody said, my sister-in-law was at the Christmas pop-up bar that a certain couple was also at and overheard Travis to a family member about a ring. Said it sounded like something was planned very soon. So, luckily, this person, when they submitted this email, provided their real email address, which rarely happens. It happened twice this week. So I appreciate you guys using your real emails so I may follow up. Because if it's just an anonymously submitted message with a fake email, I can't follow up. So first of all, my first order of business was to get to the bottom of this Christmas pop-up. They keep, they keep being seen at. I'm like, what is this Christmas pop-up? I mean, that's what really sounds lovely. intrigued me the most. I this love a Christmas pop-up. This Kansas City Christmas pop-up. Maybe it's one of those, like, you know, um, like, Miracle on Main Street type well, thing. Well, I, I, I asked this person to, to explain oh, it to me. Yeah. And um, this person double-checked with her sister-in-law and said that the Christmas pop-up used to be a regular bar, but it closed a few years ago. Now the people who own it have been renovating the space and they're hosting the pop-up before they reopen the new restaurant there. The new restaurant there opening is called The Wise Guy. So then I Googled The Wise Guy kansas city to see if there was any information and i saw something on reddit it was a kansas city reddit and um it read plan to turn the rieger into the wise guy restaurant submitted by 
Kansas City designers behind the local pig. So this bar or this restaurant bar called the Riger is now being turned into a new location restaurant bar called the Wise Guy. And in the interim, it's being referred to as a Christmas pop-up. We've seen the pictures of him there and her there. And there's like a lot of Christmas lights behind them. And I was so confused. I was like, is this a tent? Because they kept referring to it as a Christmas pop-up. So I was like, is this an outdoor tent? What is it? So it's a bar that serves alcohol. And I guess they just go there and hang out after the game. So back to what the sister-in-law overheard. This person alleges that she doesn't remember the exact wording. But apparently Travis's cousin kind of playfully asked Travis if he was thinking about buying a ring anytime soon. And he laughed and said he already got that down. Then my sister-in-law couldn't hear what the cousin asked after, but Travis said, I got something big in the works and also told him it made him nervous, but it felt good. So big in the works, I'm assuming, is in regards to... Why are you smiling like that? I mean, I'm just... I'm still... You're excited? <laughs> my wheels are still spinning about how he's, how he's good. Right. You think it's... It's going to have something to do with football. I, I, I totally, know. I totally disagree. You do? Yeah. I totally disagree. I totally. I, who, also, how can we even speculate how he's going to propose? We don't know, like, the type of inside jokes they have as a couple True. and, like, what they like to do when they're home alone and no one's around. Like, it could have something totally to do with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But, you know, as I've been speculating, as... Many other outlets have been speculating. An engagement is coming. We don't know when. Imagine she says no. <laughs> and then the engagement never comes out. Oh. Um, happy for them. Happy for them. She seems really happy. He seems really happy. Um, oh, that pop-up is a miracle. A miracle in Kansas City. I think that's like... What do you mean? I'm pretty sure I was talking with with my husband about this the other day i think the miracle on whatever whatever street is a and i could be wrong about this a uh, franchise like a holiday franchise for pop-ups because i think they're like all over the country where like do you know what i mean yeah so you miracle think that this one is called miracle in kansas city i think i mean people magazine referred to it as that as miracle in kansas yeah, city yeah. the pop-up is referred yeah. to as that yeah and i saw a picture of it in another in the kansas city star but I'm not a subscriber, so I couldn't like see it for more than a second. But it had. I feel like that our Kansas City listeners yeah. are always so helpful with information. Yeah, tell us all about it, and if you've been there, what it's like. By the way, you never responded to that person on Community who wanted to know the barbecue place oh, in Kansas City. I'll get back. Well, hopefully they're listening. Maybe you should text them back because I told yeah. them I would. Yeah, get yeah, back yeah. To them. I'll text Probably you. too late. No. Never too late. Well, sometimes people ask for restaurant recommendations and I don't see their message until after they're gone. So I feel bad. So just follow up with them, please. Sure. Let's get into the voicemails. Hey, dude, this is Sophie. I just wanted to ask a quick question about when celebrities rent out or close down restaurants for an evening. Do you have any details on that? Do they usually have short notice? Um, or anything about that, just because I was reminded by Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift closing down a restaurant. Hi, Sophie. Thank you so much for your question. This is actually a perfect segue into what we were just talking about. And I, now I'm curious, are they able to close down the Christmas Miracle mop-up if they, if they want to? I'm going to say yes. 
you think? Yeah. Okay. Um, I reached out to somebody in the restaurant business to give us a professional answer to this. I had no idea the answer to this. And I'm actually getting this question a lot. People are really interested about how celebrities make dinner reservations. Do they just show up to a popular restaurant and are like, I'm here, give me a table? Like, do they give the restaurant a heads up? People are really interested in how this is all played out. So I'm going to read you the answer from my expert source. I asked this person, when a celeb closes down a restaurant, can it be done on short notice or do they have to tell the restaurant in advance? This person says, quote, Usually it's in advance, but sometimes it's still the day of. And they use this example. Um, we had a former president call this popular New York City restaurant the day he was president-elect, the morning he was visiting, and had his security detail come check out the place for dinner later that day. Security came that day. He came later for dinner. So that's an instance where it's done in the same day. So I asked this person, so there always has to be some sort of advance notice because I think that's what people were wondering the most. Yeah. And this person says, yeah, especially if they have to shut down the whole restaurant. And I said, what about just for reservations? Does their assistant or publicist usually call? And this person says, sometimes they book under their name and I get a call from my clients and we don't know until they show up or they book under an alias. Sometimes it's them. Sarah Jessica Parker makes her own reservation. So to explain that further, because I was trying to understand what, what this person was saying, like, for example, if somebody calls and says, you know, reservation for four under Julia Roberts, the restaurant is like, wait, is that the Julia Roberts or is it just somebody named Julia Roberts? Like sometimes they don't know course, until I mean, it's not the only Julia Roberts in the world. Right. So, for example, if somebody calls and is like reservation for four for Julia Roberts, they're not like the Oscar winning actress Julia Roberts would like a table for four. So they don't know if it's the Julia Roberts until the person walks in for the reservation. So that's what this person is saying. Sarah Jessica Parker, like I said, makes her own reservation and she uses SJP. Casey Musgraves also makes her own reservations and she calls herself to make the reservation. She doesn't use an assistant or publicist. Uh, this person also added that Casey is insanely nice and very down to earth, very normal, very real and a genuine person. The Kardashians go through an assistant and theirs will be under an alias. I actually know one of their aliases. You do. I know Kim's. Somebody told me once. But I don't know if she changes it. I mean, I would assume that she would have to. I had an alias all of 2023, and now for 2024, I'm changing it. Okay. Yeah. So you could let me know offline. I'm <laughs> kind of interested. You are? I think you knew my other alias. Okay, Sophie, I hope that answers your question. Thank you for bringing up this topic, as many people have been asking in the DMs. So just to recap, it seems that, yes, there needs to be advance notice if a celebrity is reserving or buying out a whole restaurant. As for reservations, that seems to me, like from what I can gather, is they make the reservations just like we do. But they probably have a direct line. They don't have to use Resi or... Right. Open table. They have a contact. They have a contact. Um, people have asked me if I have contacts for certain restaurants. And I and I don't really. I do for some. But it, it's 
you know, I think it's just like, you know or you don't know. Before we dive into the latest celebrity intel, let's talk about a different kind of drama, the kind that involves our furry co-stars, our pets. I wanted to share a message from our partner, Spot Pet Insurance, who is here to help with unexpected veterinary bills. What's that? Well, with Spot Pet Insurance, you can get up to 90% cash back on eligible vet bills. You you would need that. Yeah. Saving up to 90% on vet bills sounds fantastic. <laughs> it sure is. And get this. Spot pet insurance plans cover not only unexpected accidents and illnesses, but also offers an optional preventative care benefit. It can help with the cost of routine wellness, vaccines, and more. Is it pricey? Probably less expensive than a surprise $1,800 vet bill. And you know what that's like. It's not pretty. Just head over to spotpet.com for a free quote. Paid ad from Spot Pet Insurance. Waiting periods, annual deductibles, coinsurance, benefit limits, and exclusions may apply. For all terms, visit spotpetins.com forward slash sample dash policy. Insurance plans are underwritten by either Independence, American Insurance Company, or United States Fire Insurance Company and produced by Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. Hey, do. This is Miranda. Um, I'm listening to your most recent podcast, and Kaya Gerber and Austin Butler came up, and you said that you felt they were on the path to engagement, which got me thinking about him and Vanessa Hudgens. I think they dated for, like, 10 years, and I always just assumed when they didn't get engaged and broke up that he just wasn't interested in settling down. And then when he started dating Kaya, um, I just figured, like, maybe he just, I don't know, like to date like younger people and want to date around. But anyway, I'm just wondering, like, what do you think it is about their relationship that he's ready to settle down? But it sounds like with him and Vanessa, that didn't work out. Um, Thanks so much. Hi, Miranda. Thank you so much for your question. You know, I think with any relationship, it has to do with timing. That's why maybe it didn't work out with Vanessa and it's working out with Kaya. Now, of course, there are rumors about Austin and Vanessa's relationship that we can get into. I also feel like there's a lot of players involved in the Austin-Vanessa breakup. One being Ashley Tisdale, because Ashley and Vanessa were very close. And then when her and Austin broke up, it seems to appear that her and Ashley aren't close anymore. And the other person is Olivia DeJong. She was in Elvis. Oh, she played Priscilla. Okay. Okay. But let's get into it. You know, obviously I have some messages that I could read about this subject. But again, I just want to say that my opinion is that it's timing. I don't think that there's anything about Vanessa versus Kaya that is making the relationship appear more serious. And I, I do think that eventually they'll get engaged. I mean, there was a false alarm a couple months ago that people thought they were engaged. They told me I reported it and it turned out, I think, confirmed by her team or his team that it wasn't true. Or maybe it was just a source says it's not true. Uh, but people that told me like the rumor was going around. At first, I want to read you guys a blind item 
that was posted at the beginning of this year that I actually wrote. So this is information that was told to me in the DMs. It's about Austin Butler and Vanessa Hudgens. I don't think it was ever revealed, but it was pretty obvious. Um, it says a certain actor who has a highly anticipated new movie coming out recently gave an interview to a magazine where he talked about buying a house with a special room in it. This actor never bought shit. He lived off his very famous girlfriend for years and she bought the house. Actually, she paid for everything and he never paid for one thing. This would all be fine. However, the way in which their relationship ended is rumored to be infidelities on his part, which makes him appear to be super ungrateful of his ex's generosity. <laughs> well, I mean, I think this is how she felt. I I'm going to assume, you know, I don't remember who provided this information. Yeah. I, this was this was a while ago. So it's it's apparent that these sentiments were probably coming from her side. She's a little salty. Now, the rumor was that Austin and Olivia hooked up and he cheated on Vanessa. However, months later, Vanessa was spotted with Olivia at Pinkies in L.A., which I think is like a hot dog place. Pinkies, L.A. So obviously no hard feelings between them. And at the time when I posted this sighting, I had said that in my opinion, when you know, two exes become friends. That's everything you need to know about the boyfriend. Mm -hmm. Um, In response to that, somebody, you know, chimed in. Austin Butler was the sweetest, kindest guy to me back when I was a nobody. He was roommates with my friend back in the day. And he was always so welcoming, even though I wasn't part of the cool kids club, a.k.a. Disney stars trying to get me to do Molly. <laughs> He never made me feel like an outsider. I still appreciate that gesture over a decade later, and I'm happy to see his career blossoming. So that being said, honestly, I've never heard anything bad about Austin Butler besides like that maybe he cheated on Vanessa Hudgens and, you know, this blind item that he wasn't grateful. Um, also, it, it's important to know that Austin Butler and Ashley Tisdale's friendship predate Vanessa and Ashley's friendship, I think. Uh, somebody had wrote in and said Austin Butler and Ashley Tisdale have been friends since 2008 when they starred in the iconic movie Aliens in the Attic. This was back when Vanessa and Zach were dating. So her friendship with him predates Vanessa and Austin dating. So I guess like when they split, oh, yeah, yeah. obviously she would take oh, Austin's right. side. Yeah, because everyone also wants to know. So the whole part of why I'm even bringing up Ashley Tisdale is because a lot of people ask like what happened between Ashley and Vanessa. And we don't know. Neither of them have confirmed. It's probably a complicated answer because nothing is just one way or the other. But we can assume that Vanessa's split with Austin could be one of the factors. Mm -hmm. um, somebody else wrote in. This is an anonymously submitted email from 2021. A couple of years ago, Austin was filming a TV show in New Zealand. And I heard through the grapevine that he would cheat on Vanessa with crew and other kiwi gals maybe the elvis cheating was the last straw who knows but definitely not his first time at the rodeo so the elvis cheating is in regards to olivia de jong that like alleged affair right. i guess we can call it um somebody else says a friend of a friend knows olivia and her and austin are definitely together he broke up with vanessa in december and Olivia and Austin started dating in January. Last I heard, they are going strong and super happy. 
think they're still shooting that Elvis movie too. This I thought was interesting. Again, these are all anonymous emails. These last three emails I'm reading, I don't know how valid they are. But this person says, the reason why Austin Butler is getting all these big roles recently is because Denzel Washington is pushing for him behind the scenes. Don't ask me why. I don't know. Denzel also got him the Elvis role. The director himself admitted it. And Denzel introduced Austin to Leonardo DiCaprio. They worked together before, but didn't become friends till Denzel set a meeting. He's basically setting up meetings with Hollywood hotshots to get Austin more roles. Okay, I don't think there's anything wrong with that if that's true. Like, that's called networking. That's called networking. And who better to have in your corner than fucking Denzel Washington? Denzel and Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. And, and you know, also, Austin Butler is extremely talented. I watched the Elvis movie like right. three yeah, times. I thought it was amazing. Yeah. It was so, so like, good. Okay, so to summarize, we're going to assume that the freeloader email, the email that I read in the beginning, the blind item that I had written, had something to do with it. And then perhaps there was some infidelities on his part well, while filming. What The piece of the puzzle we are missing is what their relationship was like while they were dating. We can only surmise based on paparazzi pictures and like pictures of them at Coachella that they had a good time together and they really enjoyed each other's company. But I never heard anything about them as a couple. The only the only things I've heard about them was about their breakup. This is like typical. This happens to everybody. I don't think it's like anything crazier out of the ordinary. Sorry, Miranda. I, ho- I hope that wasn't too confusing. I just feel like there's like a lot of players because whenever you bring up Austin and Vanessa, like Ashley's name always comes into the mix. Olivia's name always always comes into the mix. It's never just like about them. Hi, do it's Miranda. Um, I listened to your podcast from yesterday, and I know you can't give a ton of information about the whole Courtney and Kim and family situation regarding Travis. But you had mentioned that, like, there's some reason the family isn't the biggest fan of Travis. And I was wondering if you could answer if Courtney's friends feel the same way um, or, like, what their thoughts on the situation are, or is it just the family having these thoughts? And then I was also wondering if you could maybe say the date of when the family started to feel this way, because it seems like at the engagement they were happy, but maybe you have information that, like, they were seeing some red flags or, like, having some doubts before but just kind of didn't show it on the show. Um, or if it's more like a recent thing with that. Um, thank you so much. Hi, Miranda, again. Thank you so much for your Courtney and Travis question. I'm actually glad you brought this up because a lot of people ask for c- clarification on my very vague statements regarding Courtney and Travis's relationship and how that relates to Courtney's relationship with Kim specifically because we've seen that play out on this season of the show. I just want to clarify one thing you said. I don't think I ever said that the family was not fond of him because I had never heard that. I feel like the Kardashians as a whole are very accepting. Yeah. And like, I mean, I mean, if they could forgive Tristan, like Travis hasn't done shit. No, you know what I mean? And also, from what I understand, Travis has been like a fam- almost like a family friend for years. Exactly. So um, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry if that was missed construed you know based on earlier statements but i was never to imply that the family or even kim was not fond of travis that was never the case i think i described it as travis 
was having some personal issues or he was going through some things right now that he was keeping private between him and Courtney, which, and this is all speculation, this part, which maybe kept him and Courtney more isolated from the rest of the family. And again, I'm not going to get into what personal issues that Travis was having, but this is what I heard. This is this is what I heard was part of the rift between Courtney and Kim. And it's not that Kim doesn't like Travis. It's just that maybe she doesn't approve of the way Courtney is handling situations that's going on in her life. I also I also want to mention that children are involved in this. Right. And it was, you know, the children were brought up on the episode where Courtney and Kim have that big fight over the phone. And I do think that that is a big part in all of this. And I don't really feel comfortable speaking on other people's children. So that's also why I have to remain vague. Did you see that picture? Instagram? Yeah. So you're referring to the picture of Kim with Scott and all their kids. Yeah. I don't necessarily think that that's a sign that Kim doesn't like Travis or doesn't approve of Travis. I think, again, it has to go back to specific things that are happening in their relationship that maybe Kim, so hard because I don't want to put words in other people's mouths. So it's like, I don't want to say Kim doesn't approve, but I'm just saying doesn't necessarily like the way that she's handling like i said yeah. handling the situation i just thought this this post was an interesting post like just from a fan like me me speaking from a fan point of view i was like oh the lord with all the kids no courtney and then my head was like oh the courtney kim kind of maybe like a little bit of a, a conflict between them yeah that conflict is real yes that's right. that's real like, that that's exactly that all of that popped into my mind when i looked at that picture yeah like where's courtney like the conflict is real. It's not be there. It's not, well, stop, you know, no, it's not for the show. The conflict, the conflict is real. And I think I, I mean, you know, people think that reality television is so fabricated. But I've been told by many people that like things are shitty between Kim and Courtney for a while. So that is real. Sorry to hear that. To my understanding. Yeah. I don't think this is a dig at Travis. I don't think this is a dig at anyone. I think that Scott has been a part of their family and has never stopped being a part of their family since the day he started dating yeah. Courtney. That's just how the Kardashians are. I mean, look, the writer look, dies. The writer dies. Yeah. I mean, he's been there since think about the show. He's been there. Yeah. Forever. You've met Scott. I have. We don't need to talk about that. Mm-hmm. It was not a good situation. It was not. Was it before he started dating Courtney? Right before. Right before. Right. Yeah. Let's not look into this picture. And yeah, I was just, I just brought it up because. No, I'm sure people know. are looking into it. People that, you know, like to follow this family, family yeah. conflict, as you called it, which I think is a good, good word for it. I think that, yeah, I think that there's conflict in the way that she's handling certain situations in her life. Courtney, that is. And with Travis specifically. And now she has like a newborn. So and now she has a newborn. Else on top of it's yes, that's something else in the mix. So hard. Yes. So I know I didn't really answer your question. Again, I think it has there. There is a there is a children element to all of this that I don't feel comfortable speaking on. So let's just leave it at that. Okay, sounds good. Hey, do it's Melissa. My question is: We saw a bit ago that Bruno Mars was engaged, and now 
we had the nugget that they are broken up and he's dating someone else. What's the scoop? Thank you. Hi, Melissa. Thank you so much for your question. So I tried to figure out why people think that Bruno Mars is dating somebody else, and I couldn't get to the bottom of it. I, I didn't I didn't quite understand how that became part of the narrative. I know that people were speculating if they were engaged, not engaged. I know like that was on the table. Um, before I continue, let me just say I did reach out to someone regarding his relationship. Um, by the way, her name is Jessica. That is Bruno's girlfriend, fiance, ex-girlfriend. We don't really know. This person says, quote, nobody knows much. I know they've been together for a really long time. I haven't heard anything about them breaking up. I have heard that both Bruno and Anderson have open relationships slash what happens on tour stays on tour situation, Un end quote, which that was our quote earlier. Like yeah. Happens on set, stays on set. So this is like, that's like a normal thing in the industry to just, you know, have these relationships where if you're touring or if you're filming, like this fake little bubble. It's almost like when you go on vacation, you like eat a whole bag of candy in the car, like it doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't count. exactly. Um, so nobody knows much. He is a notoriously private person. There was a question in an old IG Q&A. Somebody asked Bruno Mars engaged girlfriend flashing a rock on that finger to which someone answered. Been engaged for a while now. A girl from my high school is best friends with Jessica, and she's always on her stories and always has her engagement ring on. So this is from earlier in the year. We don't know now, though, is basically the answer. I just want to know why everyone thinks he's with somebody else, because he is very private. Um, my source, who would know, says, yeah, says they haven't heard anything about them breaking up. Yeah, and his Instagram activity is just career just really music right so we can't tell anything from that this could just be a case of their open relationship and they could still be taking a break engaged right sorry i wish i had more information i tried to find out but he is really really private i even searched bruno mars in emails to see if anyone had submitted something anonymously and from July 13th, 2023, somebody says, please block names and email because it's my real one. But I've heard that Bruno and Jessica are still engaged. She only removed certain pictures of them for his privacy and hers as well. So I guess fans noticed that she removed pictures of them from her Instagram account. And this person is saying they're still engaged. She removed the pictures for their privacy. He, he is very private. I know I keep saying that, but when somebody's that private, sometimes it's really, really, really hard. Long answer long. We, we really <laughs> long answer. A lot of my answers are long answer long. I don't know. Um, yeah. Don't know. Wait, I just found a funny story that somebody sent me about their friend who hooked up with Bruno Mars. I don't know when. I don't have a date on this. But this person alleges that her friend hooked up with Bruno Mars and he spoke in the third person. Like, this is an example. Yeah, you like having Bruno Mars inside you. Oh. Like, that's how he, like, that's how he talked during sexual intercourse. Okay, can we please have the next caller? Hey, this is Jalen, and I would just like to know if you have anything on Paul Jason Khan or Lana Del Rey. 
Thanks. Love you. Hi, Jalen. Thank you for your question. You know, I kind of stay away from Lana Del Rey. I don't know if ever, if anyone knows this story. It's from a couple of years ago, but basically somebody submitted through DM a story about Lana Del Rey flipping her shit in a target at some workers who put her CD out on the floor before it was released. The story was total bullshit. It was totally made up. But it got back to her and she got really upset that she was being portrayed in this manner. And I didn't know, but fans, I mean, can you call haters fans? Like, what do you call someone who's like so obsessed with a celebrity that they make up lies? Like, are they fans or haters? Are you, if you're a hater, are you a fan? Because why do you care so much? Question. Yeah. So that's what this person was. It was like they were making up this story to paint her in a bad light. And it got back to her and she was upset. I like had a conversation with her and I felt really bad. And obviously I posted a uh, retraction that it wasn't true. So I don't really post a lot about her. Um, But she did break up with her fiance. She did. What's the date on that? She told Harper's Bazaar in their December, January art issue that she's definitely not in love at the moment and confirmed her single status but it's not known when she actually what month was that that was november okay so november of this year Mm -hmm. okay so may of this year i received a sighting lana del rey was on the beach in brazil with her ex-boyfriend jack donahue no fiance in sight they were very touchy with each other too she was there with her whole family she has a show tomorrow in brazil somebody sent a video i didn't post it but now it's obviously confirmed that she's not with the fiance anymore. I don't know if she got back together with her ex-boyfriend. I also received in September a interesting DM that I didn't post as well because it kind of puts her in a bad light. But it's from someone I trust, so I don't think it's made up. She was acting a little bit erratic in Dallas um, in front of fans. And I'm surprised it didn't come out. I don't want to quote what this person says exactly. but. Let's just say she was acting erratic in front of fans in September. And this person was reaching out to me to, to ask if I had heard anything about her, like anything that was was going on with her. And I had it. I wonder if this was around the time that she was doing like that Waffle House thing. Oh, she was working at a Waffle House? Yeah. What month was that? September. Yeah. So, okay. So this was around that time. So in Dallas, she was acting erratic in front of fans. And then also in Austin. She she was acting, I'm just going to phrase it as she was acting erratic. So I don't know what was going on with her then. Um, perhaps she was under stress. But it, it's, out of, it's out of character for her is basically why this person was reaching out. It was out of character for her. I Again, I'm surprised that this didn't get out because, you know, fans love to talk. They love to go to Twitter. So if anyone knows what I'm talking about, um, because I'm definitely not making this up. I'm reading the DMs as I'm trying to explain it to you. Um, Her dad was there. So I don't know. We Listen, Lana Del Rey seems like a lovely person. Everyone goes through things. No, 100%. But this is the last thing I had heard about her when I searched her name for this caller. So that is the latest on Lana Del Rey. That is from September. It is now, what, December? Haven't heard anything about her since.
50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliai was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Ferris, what do you think one of the biggest health challenges? Oh, for sure, weight management. Exactly. Yo-yo dieting, losing weight, putting it back on. Trying the latest fad, it not working. Exactly. Feeling like a failure. Feeling like a failure is the worst feeling when it comes to weight loss. And then getting discouraged. What if I told you I knew of something that could help with this? I would 100% want to know. The Roe Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. That's amazing. And I love how it's over a year. That's so important for sustainability. Exactly. The slow weight loss. The slow burn. (laughs) Over 200,000 people have already chosen Roe to help them lose weight. Roe Body Program members have support throughout the process. Roe's partner handles all of the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to their provider on demand for any questions. You can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. This means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting room. That sounds amazing, especially for parents not having to... Yeah. Leave home. Or people that work. Yeah. Having to get that appointment. How convenient. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year, like I said, with healthy lifestyle changes. It's important to note that you do have to pair both. Um, BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to row.co slash do. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash D-E-U-X. Hi, do It's Caroline from New York. I was thinking about your comment about people having consulted Laura Wasser, the very famous celebrity divorce attorney, but some of the names not coming out. And I just want to remind everyone, this was actually a plot point in two different movies uh, or marriage story and the most recent season of Succession is that when someone speak to an attorney, I, I know this is true, especially for divorce attorneys, then the other party cannot retain that attorney, even if the party that spoke to the attorney doesn't retain them either. It's called like conflicting out. 
Shiv mentioned it in season four of Succession. And it was also a thing that was depicted in the uh, marriage story movie with Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson. I was also reminded about this um, in the fact that, you know, Robert Kardashian, this isn't about divorce, but Robert Kardashian was made a member of the quote unquote OJ dream team because basically since he was a retained attorney, he was not able to testify in that case. Kind of makes you wonder and think. So I would just say if I was one of Sophie Turner's friends, I would be running around conflicting out every lawyer in Southern California. Um, feel free to use, summarize, paraphrase. Hope you're well. Bye. Hi, Caroline. First of all, I love that you sent in the commentary, not a question. <laughs> wealth of information. That is a wealth of information. At the end, you said Sophie Turner's friend. I don't know if you were referencing the Laura Laura Wasser blind item. Um, it wasn't about Sophie Turner. And if you guys don't know what that's about, oh, I would say a month ago. Do you remember this, Ferris? I put up a blind item that, yes, you do remember this. A comedian act slash actor went to go see Laura Wasser. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I do remember. So she's referring okay. to that blind item. But then at the end, she mentioned Sophie Turner. So I just want to say it wasn't anything to do about Joe Jonas or Sophie Turner, I had heard that allegedly this, let's call him A-list-ish, A-list-ish actor who's married to an actress went to go see Laura Wasser for advice. I don't think he was filing. I don't, I don't know what's going on in their marriage. Now, Caroline is saying he is basically taking precautions that if there is a divorce, he has claim on Laura Wasser, who, yeah. who is notoriously one of the best, if not the best, celebrity divorce attorneys. Right. Is that is that is my understanding correct of what she said, I think? That's what I gather. Yeah. So, um, which is smart. Right, like claiming firsties. <laughs> claiming firsties. <laughs> Calling dibs. Yeah, call dibs on Laura. Shotgun. <laughs> yes. Laura. Um, so... That's what I think that she's reminding us, which is a good reminder. Now, regarding that blind item, a lot of people did guess who it was about. Please don't DM me. I can't put anything in writing. When you guys DM me your guesses to the blind items, I can't put it in writing. I just don't feel comfortable doing that. So you either need to go to Reveal Moi and see if I make any comments on those posts there. Or really, I reveal a lot on instagram subscriptions they feel more comfortable in that space um so if you want to discuss it there because i do lives um i'm happy to but please don't dm me your guesses but people did guess so thank you for that commentary hey dude this is grace so my question is i just saw i don't know how long ago this happened but i just saw that kylie jenner has officially unfollowed travis scott on instagram which just left me thinking like what happened to their relationship because it was so low-key and i know there's been a million rumors with the cheating and the other woman that was trying to say they had a thing this whole time but i really think that there was so much more involved in the relationship to or why they broke up and i just don't understand what happened and why he would never officially move in with her um, when they had two kids together. So I just want to know if you had this tea and any details as to as to why Travis, Scott, and Kylie are officially done for good. Thanks. Hi, Grace. Thank you so much for your question. 
Uh, part of my answer is going to be speculation and part is going to be from a trusted source who kind of filled in the blanks. Um, as far as why Travis never moved in, I can only speculate that he still wanted to have a sense of independence um, where he wasn't, you know, under the Kardashian watchful eye, I guess. Um, as far as why they broke up, this is from a trusted source that I was interested to learn that it was Kylie who was over Travis. Not long after Stormy was born, um, she was well aware of his wandering eye and the fact that he was shady, but she didn't want to do anything to disrupt their familial situation at the time. Because she had just had a baby. Fair enough. Obviously, yeah. he loves being a father. So she stayed with him. Um, and then this person continues. He sort of won her back over. And she decided to give him another chance. And then she became pregnant with heir. So she had their son. But things didn't change. Things didn't change. You know, a lot of Travis Scott sightings are in clubs. Are of him out on the town. Nothing good happens after I midnight. I knew you were going to say that. How'd you know? I just know. Have I said it before? Yeah. Is it not true? We have a, a mutual friend who, who always says that. Really? Yeah. You know the friend. <laughs> okay. Nothing good happens after midnight. I believe it. I believe it as well. So, you know, his night doesn't get started, I think, until like 2 a.m. So what, is, what does that show you? Um, I don't know if that's like either. So I think that basically she, you know, he, he didn't stop. He didn't stop his ways after their son was born. And she was like, I'm done. And now she seems happier than ever. Agreed. With Timothy. So, yeah, I thought that the most interesting tidbit from this, that it was necessary. It wasn't necessarily like him. It was her who put her foot down. It was like, I'm done. All right. I think she probably tried to stick it out as long as she could for the kids. For the kids. Yeah. I, I mean. And, you know, um, the Kardashians like to keep their family bloodline the same, meaning like um, having kids. not having half. Yeah, the same fathers, not having half siblings. So um, that could also be another part of it. She wanted a sibling for Stormy. Yeah. Which is great. And again, she seems happier than ever with Timmy. With Timmy and good for her for not sticking in a bad situation mm -hmm. that wasn't serving her. Right. And she's a young mom. I mean, granted, she's a billionaire and has all the freedom in the world. But and still, resources. And resources. But but still, good for her. Yes. For She seems to always, she comes across as always making really good decisions. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Yeah. Okay, thank you for your question. Hi, Sue. I'm just calling because... I obviously watched the new Hunger Games movie, as did most people, and absolutely fell in love with Tom Blythe. And I don't know how I've never heard of him before, so I wanted to know what you knew about him as far as dating. Is he a good guy? What's he been up to over the years? So thanks so much. And my name is Alexis. Hi, Alexis. Thank you so much for your question. Everyone is asking about Tom Blythe. I posted a little bit about him. I didn't get much when I threw his name out into the uh, universe. He has a girlfriend, apparently, Britt Burke. Um, she's a talented theater director and artist, and they met through Juilliard. Now, somebody 
I guess, saw that and responded via anonymous email that Tom is active on Raya, despite his long-term girlfriend. I, I have no way to prove that. So I'm just reading this message. It's anonymous. But I do want to mention that this happens all the time. Someone will be in a relationship and then someone will message me and be like, but they're on Raya. And I think that with Raya specifically, I've heard this. It's really hard to get your profile off the app. I remember you saying this. You had a whole conversation about this. Because it happens so much where someone will be dating someone and then I'll get a message being like, but they're on Raya. And it's like, well, okay, like maybe they forgot to deactivate. Do you know what I mean? Maybe it's still active and it's, um, you know, the GPS is still on it and it'll change, you know, when they travel, but they're not using it. So I don't know if he's active on it, but that's what this person claims. Apparently he has a girlfriend, Britt Burke. Somebody else messaged me and said that they interviewed Tom Blythe about two years ago for his MDM show, Billy the Kid, and he couldn't have been sweeter. We had the most lovely chat. He was so animated and excited about the role and hinted that he had something big coming. I couldn't have ever predicted it would be President Snow. I'm that time for games. Yeah. I'm so happy for him and that he's getting such great reviews and attention. He deserves it. So that was a glowing, glowing review. Glowing review. Um, somebody saw him last week. He's filming a show in Calgary currently. Cool. Yeah. So not much on Tom Blake. People ask every week. I mean, if he has a girlfriend and if he's still with the girlfriend, there's really not much else you can say about him. And right. if he's a sweet kid, which when his name was posted, I didn't get any horror stories. Like, always a good thing. Always a good thing. He was also on the, I looked up, he was on the Gilded Age. Remember that show? On Max? Wait. You told me. Do I remember the show? You told me to watch Do it. I remember the show? Did you know that he was in it? What character does he play? It's on right now, season two. It's the bright light of my week. Are you kidding? Oh, I need to get back. I, I am obsessed with I, this show. Um, Did he just play like a character in season one? He's definitely not one of the main characters. I feel like I know all the main characters like the back of my hand. Let me see. She Baldwin. Yeah, one of his. Uh, no, I think that's just like a one episoder, one or two episoders. No, he's not a main character. He's not a main character, but great show. My God. Yeah. I need to, I need to. My God. It is a period soap opera. That's literally what it is. It's so good. I feel like I would have not thrived in that time period. I probably would have died of the plague or some shit like that. I think about it all the time. Me too. Actually, now that I. It was rough back then. Like my anxiety. Nobody had anxiety back then. No, they did. No, they didn't. They like went crazy. No, they took like morphine and like probably, um, what's that drink? No, because they didn't know about drugs. True. What was that? What's that drink that's like green and you light it on fire? Absinthe? Yeah. Absinthe? That's what they did. Yeah. Is that what they say in the show? No, they don't really talk about drinking and drugs. Well, they drank, but they don't. They have like champagne and stuff. They need a period specialist. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I just want to shout out. There was another great question. We're going to answer it next week because we're out of time about celebrity relationship timelines submitted by Avery. Um, we're going to get to that next week because we did a little celebrity relationship math. Um, I forgot to mention before we started this segment, thank you so much to everyone for calling in and submitting questions. So greatly appreciated. We haven't done an episode like this in a couple months. These are my favorite episodes because I get to hear in your own voice mm-hmm. what you guys are interested in. And there's always 
some stumpers. Like there's always things that I have to put my thinking cap on for and do some digging. Yeah. Coming up nuts. <laughs> coming up coming up nuts. But they're <laughs> but we'll try to answer some more questions um next week. And thank you guys for listening. We will see you next week for our final episode of 2023. Can't believe it. Can't believe it. Wow. Bye guys. This has been a production of Cadence 13, an Odyssey studio. New episodes of Do You will air every Thursday. See you next week.